Welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League, soccer, and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we've survived some FA Cup, we survived the EFL Cup semifinals, we somehow, someway survived the transfer window closing in Europe. Uh, Fabrizio Romano gets to take his first nap in like 28 days. He he doesn't sleep. Yeah, I just... They plug him into the same outlet they plug Erling Holland into because they just are robots just brought to this earth to provide us happiness. But how are you? We survived the week. A nice fun weekend ahead of us. The EPL is back. Oh, it's so good to be Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've had a very quick week. It was busy, but I'm, I'm glad the weekend's almost here. Matt, I get to see you on Saturday. And yes, I'm bringing this up. No. No. Everyone, so, everyone, I get to see Matt on Saturday for a concert that I already sent him tickets for, that he accepted, and now he's telling me that, uh-huh, it might be a little cold outside. I don't want to drive to Philly. Oh my That's god. That's number one. Take That's the train! One. That is more inconvenient okay, than driving well, to Philly. <laughs> you can't be like, pleased. I can't. I can't. I I am unsatisfied, Okay. <laughs> Like, come on, just drive into Philly, see me, Kev, Dom, all our significant others. I have not yet decided what I'm doing, but all I know is Man United kick off right around the same time as all this, and I, I... When do they, do they play at 10? They play at 10 10. a.m. Yeah, so does Liverpool, and I'm still going. Yes, JD, and as I just described, one of our teams is good, okay? Okay, well... You were Excuse- you were all oh I don't I can't even watch this team when you're bad so uh, I don't y- think you yeah. get, I don't think you deserve to watch a good Manchester United no no absolutely <laughs> not I had to sit do not put this voodoo on me I had to sit through Chris Smalling Phil Jones and Johnny Evans being in my back line at one point don't I. United fans and Arsenal fans get to enjoy every second of their team finally being fucking good. No, Don't I, you. I think I think people are going to remember on this podcast, you know, in the past where you have basically said fuck this team, I don't even I don't even care anymore. Okay, I say that in the grand scheme of it makes me feel good to be like yo fuck this team, but if guess you, what? If you can't handle your team at the lowest point, stop. you don't deserve them at the highest point. Absolutely stop. I am on public display two times if, a week. If you every, can't take the heat, no. get out of the motherfucking kitchen. No. I no. Absolutely <laughs> not. I will hear None of this slander thrown into my direction. Don't you dare. I have had to sit through terrible after terrible after Josie after terrible. Okay? Like, I have... It's been a decade of dog shit. Like, it's actually been a full decade now of whatever David Moyes was doing. A little bit of Ryan Giggs. 
Louis Von some, Hall won you Louis, a trip. Some Louis, and then yes. was fired immediately. Yes. Again. <laughs> again. I, 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 adding to the shit. Like, who wins a trophy? And they, like, that's like, who gets fired on their day off? Like, who gets fired on their day off? And then you get Josie. And then after Josie, you get Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. After Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, I had Michael Carrick for like a game or two, I think was thrown into the mix. Then I have Ralph Ragnick. Like, he was really committed. <laughs> I haven't even talked about the players in this window, and I deserve success, okay? I, I, deserve... I don't think you have earned the right. No. I I deserve, again, and I was thinking about this, and I was talking about this with other United fans that I talked to. Isn't it nice that, like, we turn on the TV and a United game's on, and our first thought isn't, could I do something with these next two hours? Like, could I could I accomplish something? Could I benefit my overall well-being in life if I just did something else besides watch United? But of course, we sat there, we watched United for two hours, we'd either draw against a shit team, lose against a good team, and then immediately just go right on Twitter and just feel sad for the next 12 hours. It's nice to be like, hey, I'm going to turn on the United, the, the United game today. Click. Two hours later, wow, my day isn't fucking ruined. I, I like, just, I want all the listeners to understand, Matt is the kind of guy that in in the past would, would say that, you know, is there something better I could do? The first opportunity where there is something he could do, he's just like, oh, no, United are good now. I, I, gotta, I gotta focus now. Hey, hey, I have trialed through miles of shit to finally get myself to a roll of toilet paper. My, okay? my girlfriend I'm, was so excited to meet you. And I know Kev was too. Okay, well... I'm, you know I'm going to guilt you right now. You can try... Good fucking luck, okay? Good luck. You can sprinkle little sprinkles all over this entire episode to try to guilt me. Ain't gonna work, pal. I'm just, I'm just saying a lot of people were really looking forward to meeting you. And you're just gonna sit here and let them all down? Yeah. That's me. Don't put the team on my back. Let's get into some EFL Cup semifinal action uh, before we get into the transfer deadline day. Newcastle 2, Southampton 1, making the final aggregate 3-1 to one Newcastle. Newcastle will be going to their first final in a very long time. JD, this is at the beginning of the Eddie Howe era, and it's it's starting off with a bang. Getting to a final, it's this is this is the first silverware. Excuse me, they have they have the ability to win in his era. This is good. Newcastle being in the final, this is good. They're playing interesting football. Um, there is something that popped up during the game that I I, I have a little bit of a problem with. Uh, Bruno Gamarge got a red card, and I'm thinking to myself. Good. He's out for the final. Oh, nope. yeah. That's that's nope. not how England works. No, nope. Sorry. England's like, nah, bro. We're just going to sit you for our next couple games here. It's, You'll still be good for the it's final. It's always been that way, though. That's the thing. It, dumb rule. Yeah, it's, it is rule. it is a dumb rule, but it, it has, to be fair, that has always been the case. That's not like, like a newer rule. That that has always been the case. Like, that is some heavy dose of bullshit. That, I'm, like, and again, I get it. It's always been the rule. It's the same rule for everyone. But you know what? I can still I'm not, not disa- be happy. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it's, it's not a new thing. 
yeah, I just, I, I, I'm very much like, I was excited for like five minutes and then like the rules were explained to me that no, actually he'll be available for the final. And I'm like, that kind of fucking sucks. But going on to the next game, Manchester United 2, uh, Forest nothing. Final aggregate being 5 nothing. Manchester United just took care of business. They did what they did. I, As a United fan, I'm a little upset that we played a good chunk of our starters. Uh, I expected this to be a heavily, heavily rotated side. And even if one of our stars didn't start, they came on the off and played 30 minutes, and it's just like we, United, have the single most congested schedule in Europe. And yet somehow, someway, Eric Ten Hag's like, nah, fuck it. Give Casemiro fucking 70 minutes. Fucking give, you know, give these guys 90. I'm like, there is a perfectly useless Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof who could have been just ideal for these 90 minutes. Like, oh, hold up. This is this is Matt saying he wanted United to start a center back partnership of Victor Lindelof and Harry Maguire. If you have a three nothing lead at I, home to start, you a game, underestimate the two of those guys. Okay, like, and don't get me wrong. Like, this is the perfect thing you do. If you're Man United, you start eleven guys who don't play, and if it's ten minutes into the game and Forrest gets a goal, hold on. I got five subs and I'm using them right now. And you just edit the problem or get rid of the problem right there. Boom. It's over. Like the game wasn't trialing. Like I didn't feel at any point Forrest were going to fucking sneak one in. But it's like I'm just a little upset. JD, this is a stat that hurts my face. Newcastle, when the final was played on the 26th of February, will have only played three games in that time period. Manchester United will play seven games before the final. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, the fucking... We're playing a game every, like, 3.4-something days. Hey, this is ridiculous. Hey, you know who you sound like? Or, uh, yes, Jurgen Klopp. That's fine. <laughs> okay? Um, That's well, fine. No, well, no, but see, Newcastle aren't in Europe. Uh, I'm sure you have European games in there. Are you, st you Barcelona... Guys are st Barcelona twice. Yeah, well, okay, you can't control that. Um, are you... Is United still in the FA Cup, I'm assuming? We're, we're one of... I think we're the only team in England that's still in all four competitions. Okay. Including yeah. the title race, which I'm not saying we're in the title race, but I'm also not excusing myself out of the title race yet. Yeah, like, well, I, I, so I'm, I'm assuming there's, there's two Champions League games in there and there's one FA Cup game. So it's four league games. Yes, that's fine and dandy, but you need to play your two your best squad against Barcelona I, twice. I agree. I'm just I'm just saying, don't co fucking complain about having Champions League games. Europa. Oh, that's right. Okay, that wasn't even okay. a setup joke. I <laughs> that wasn't right, even a setup joke. I completely right. forgot that both United and Barcelona are in the Europa League. Hands up, and this has nothing to do with the fact that my team's in this competition. Europa League is set up to be better than Champions League this year. Like, um, if you look at yeah, 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 no, I see, I see your point. I do see your point, but like, there are bigger <laughs> and better teams. I think like the teams winning their leagues are all in Europa. Like, I think maybe Bayern Munich is like the single team that's winning their league in Champions League. I think out of all the bigger teams, all the 
teams at the top of their divisions are in Europa League this year, which I'm, is like, how the fuck did we all end up here? I'm like, going to put my Alexi Lawless hat on. This is why the Super League is a good idea. Uh, <laughs> thoughts? There was a pundit, and I, I feel so unprepared not like having it here, but someone said that um, there is a Super League that exists, and it's just called the English Premier League. And this will transition into my next... Uh, it's probably like Richard Keyes or some dumb shit like ba- that. Basically, the English Premier League spent, what, 91% of the money that moved? Chelsea in... spent like 91% of the yeah, money that moved. Y- yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea spent like 87% of the 91% of the money that moved. Like, there's 4% for the rest of us. Chelsea is just this anomaly. So the tr- the deadline day did happen. All deals were made final. We're going to talk. We talked a little bit on our last episode about some deals that were, like, about done. And if those deals kind of just happened, we're not going to really talk about them. We're going to stay more on, like, the deals that happened on decision day. JD, Chelsea spent, like, $700 million. Yeah. In, 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 in six months. Financial fair play does not exist. No, does it do- not it exist. Doesn't. No, it, it, doesn't. it doesn't exist. Okay, the, if if I'm when Man United get their new owner, I want a billion dollars spent in one calendar year. I want a billion. I literally want Eric Ten Hag to just go anywhere, choose anyone, and that's it. Like if he wants Messi, go get Messi. You want Neymar, go get Neymar. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. This is fucking ridiculous that Chelsea get to fucking spend seven hundred million dollars in fucking six months, and, and then and then be audacious enough to cause an error so Hakim Ziyech doesn't get to go to PSG, which is one of the things we were talking about. Which, by the way, uh, Chelsea massive L. You spent seven hundred million dollars. Kai Havertz is still your striker. Like, well, I mean, Jao Felix is probably going to come into that role as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's when he's done serving his suspension yeah. for and Lukaku's yeah. technically still on their books right which apparently Inter Milan are like apparently there's rumors Inter Milan are not going to buy that out so Chelsea <laughs> are getting a striker in this transfer window it's just one they already had um so really quickly some deals that win final Jorginho to Arsenal it is a done deal uh I think it's one. like I think it's like 10 million dollars is the loan fee or something like I don't know no the no exact it, was a, it was permanent it was, two, it was 12 million pounds permanent oh, that's a permanent deal yeah that was the per- it, i think it was 12 because it, it may have been 10 plus 2 like it might, wow, it might have yeah. been 10 plus 2 10, instead or something like that right right on it 10 plus 2 permanent deal um yeah that is a weird one i'm not gonna lie very um, weird i don't i mean i guess that's a good price that's oh. I, I think that's my reaction is that's a good price for that player but i don't think it it doesn't improve the arsenal squad now, is it depth? Absolutely, 100%. I don't think he does anything differently that Jaka does and or Partey. So I I don't know. I I guess if it, if the, the the deal's there, it's cheap. I sure, go for it. I don't I still don't rate Jorginho as a player, but he's at least he's a good bench signing, I guess, and the money is probably right. So uh, I'll be honest. Arsenal. Arsenal fans. Let's all listen in. Let's all get nice and cozy. It's not an exciting transfer by any means. What the fuck is wrong with Arsenal? Just, uh, what? Anytime you guys feel bored, you just buy an aging Chelsea player and call it a day? Like, this is, like, do something different. You're the best team in the Premier League right now. 
And apparently, there were a host of teams looking to offset their semi-good central midfielders that do exactly what Jorginho do. Why the fuck are you giving Chelsea money? Stop giving Chelsea money. Stop doing things to benefit Chelsea. It, this it is dropped, such a, 12, 12 million is a drop in the bucket compared to what they spent. So I, I I understand. No, 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 that's fine. But that's still something going back into the club. And I just like, if you're Arsenal, stop doing it. Like seriously, how many failed Ar- Chelsea players do you want to bring in? And I'm assuming Jorginho is on a good chunk of salary. I have to assume. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, he's probably on some bumper deal, like because so, I think it's only like a two-year deal or something. It's probably like one twenty to one fifty a week. I, that is for I maybe just maybe saying, not that high. I don't know. I just can't. My head hurts watching Arsenal keep buying Chelsea, like aging Chelsea players. Like it just sometimes for, it, they're the, on free transfers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I put this, but is Arsenal and Chelsea really a rivalry if they just keep exchanging players? They weren't. Like, ne- Liver- they were never a rivalry. Like a derby. They're they're the London. Oh, yeah, London I, I, derby. Yeah. There's fucking fifty of those. Okay, that's a fair shout. That's a fair shout. Because I just think to myself, like when someone goes from Liverpool to United or City to United or vice versa. Well, that doesn't that, happen. But... It is a it is a massive fucking deal. Like. Michael Owen to United was that, fucking like, Yes, but he had to go through Real Madrid first. Like it, yes. that would have never happened. Like it, that would not have happened Liverpool to United. Same with same with anything anyone from United going to Liverpool. That I, I honestly think that will never happen. A yeah. direct transfer between the two clubs. Um was and even like Carlos Tevez, that was he had West Ham in the middle of it, right? No. No. Right? He Or did no. he go right? went right to and that was not on our doing i think he just left on a fray like okay like okay yeah it's weird to think that was a long time ago <laughs> yeah carlos tevez piece of shit like yeah no, like Why did on it, oh list, no he went to west ham after that's what that's what it was okay list of, like i think like on the top five most hated players just period in my life i think carlos tevez is like a nice solid number two like he's just right there number two cemented in time who's number so. one <laughs> Angel Di Maria. I, I cannot Oh my fucking, god. Please, I cannot, give me I, a fucking break. Give the man a break. He didn't want that move. No. I, I, no. Don't give me that look. That was not really his fault. He was now, not suited to that team. He made it he, very clear. Don't go to the club then. Okay? Uh, he, like, I don't think he had a choice. He had no choice. I, oh, I he had, had no, no choice. Uh, Real Madrid had, gave him no choice. Oh, yes. Real Madrid gave him... Hey, cool. I'm just not... Then don't trade me. I'll sit here, collect my money, and move on. What? Don't fucking... Uh, no. No, 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 no. I will not let anyone convince me that Angel Di Maria is not an absolute fucking snake. Bro. He he needed to get out of Madrid, and for some reason, United was the only option. Yeah. Uh, don't use my club... You know, that's that's really it. Just don't well, at that ever. Point, um, at that point, that you know, United was in the point where it was. You guys were getting used. <laughs> so yeah, Falcao. Um, yeah, on Ibra- Ibrahimovic. I I don't think Iber really used us. He, I think it was he just... needed United to springboard himself to LA Galaxy to then springboard himself back to AC Milan. <laughs> what a fucking Man. legend! 
still playing. Uh, <laughs> next one. Um, so crazy enough on deadline day, like I woke up to the news that like, again, everyone saw the videos of Christian Erickson leaving, uh, old Trafford after Andy Carroll assaulted him, which by the way, I would like criminal charges brought up against Andy Carroll. Cause he almost killed my sweet baby boy. And I, I want charges. I want charges filed for like attempted murder because, oh yeah, by the way, the, 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 the tackle that almost killed Christian Erickson, um, no red, just, just another walk in the park for nice Andy Carroll. That's it. You know, fucking retire. You fucking, you fucking, uh, fucking Darwin Nunes wannabe. Like just fucking retire. Uh, let the hate flow through you, Matt. Christian Erickson, uh, is now going to be out. I woke up to this news cause I didn't think it was that bad. But I woke up to the news that he's going to be out until April. And I'm just like, oh, good. The Glazers will not do anything because they're about to sell the club. Who the, who the fuck would invest money into something they're about to sell? Uh, yeah, oh, cool, cool. I'm going to have to deal with Fred being my pivot guy in the midfield. Great. Fantastic. I can kiss top four goodbye. I can t- I, No, and- you, have, you have McTominay as well. Who apparently is also hurt. Found that out, like, randomly through all this. They're like, oh, yeah, it's got how did, he, how did he get hurt? He doesn't play. I don't. Don't ask. Don't ask. I hate, I hate when I hear that. It's like a player that doesn't play got hurt. What the fuck was he doing? Well, Phil Jones has been naturally hurt for, like, eight <laughs> years. <laughs> like, like no, like, for, with Liverpool, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I was ecstatic when they, when Liverpool signed Arthur Mello on loan, you know, at the, you know, right at the end of the summer window. He's he hasn't played a single game because he's been hurt. What the fuck was he doing? Like, yeah, I, I, I uh, again, uh, I one thousand percent agree. So Manchester United did decent end of day biz, like end of decision day business, uh, picking up Sabitzer from Bayern Munich. Now I remember Sabitzer four years too late. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong, I agree on that. He one. is a good I, player though. That is a good. I, that is a good signing. I watch our because I watch RB Leipzig. That's the team I follow in the Bundesliga, and I loved him when he played and he was the captain for RB Leipzig. Like, and it was really sad that he went to Bayern Munich just to ride the bench for three years. And that was like my biggest like argument with that is like, you are the captain of a team that qualifies for Champions League every year. You're literally just going to Bayern Munich just to fucking put your name on a trophy for a few seasons and ride the bench. And literally everything I said back then came true. Like he literally does not play because it's not his fault he doesn't play. Who the fuck gets into a midfield of Mueller, Goretzka, and fucking Joshua Kimmich? Like low key, those that that's the best three midfielders in the world. Like those three together at their age group and what they do, those are the best three midfielders in the world. Oh, also low key, they're all fucking German. Like. Yeah, they, I mean, like it's. I think it's 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 become a natural thing for. Oh my God, you're a good, promising young player in the Bundesliga. Okay, you're, there's a pretty good chance you're going to Bayern. Like it's fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking terrible, and I hate it. So I'm the the deal is only on loan. It's strictly loan. Oh, nothing no else option. is. But Eric Ten Hag is the type of guy in the past they've done research on what he's done when he was at Ajax is even though he does loan deals, if he really likes the player, they will press to sign him. And I feel like Sabitzer is definitely like what he does and what Ten Hag needs goes hand in hand. 
this is 100% United's going to reach out to Bayern Munich at some point and go, hey, here's 20 million euros. We're just going to keep this guy. And I think Bayern Munich's going to go, I have Ooh. no idea who that is but we'll take the $20 million. It, yeah, but see, it goes it goes both ways when you don't have the option. Because if you have the option in the in the loan contract, then, you know, the price is already set. The yeah, problem now is, it, is if he fits really well at United, 20 mil isn't going to cut it. I think... Like, if, if I, he performs I, really well... I agree. No, <laughs> I agree. I, I agree about that. I 100% understand that completely. I... I you get what's nice is you're not you didn't lose Erickson for the year like you're gonna get him in early April so well, you're gonna have yeah. so you're you're gonna have him for the back end so if you're in Cup finals or in semifinals you're gonna get Erickson's quality back um, which then just provides Sabitzer is a depth option which I think is just phenomenal having someone like Sabitzer come off the bench which is what he does for Bayern Munich anyway so for me I think this is a great deal because. It, it, it does exactly what it is. You you replaced Christian Eriksen. He does things very similar to him. And that keeps United in these competitions. Now, yes, I think our depth is still a problem, but you did get Jaden Sancho back in the EFL Cup. He Who? came on Jaden Sancho. Oh, um, young English player. Um, he might have missed a penalty in a cup final here never, or there. Never heard ne- of him. Never heard of him. Um, again, I think... United are getting depth in certain places, but in the midfield, I think we are just so razor thin because it's like you have Bruno, you have Casemiro, you now have Sabitzer, and then it's just you have Erickson out for two months or three months. You have Donny out for the rest of the year. You have Fred, and now you have Scott McTominay, who's also hurt. I'm like, so there's we have one midfielder to just kind of fucking play with. And it's like, oh God, if anything goes wrong, we're going to start seeing fucking um, Martinez in the midfield and, and, and pray for your ankles because I feel like Martinez is such a shithouser as a center back. I'm feeling like he'll be just Roy Keane 2.0 in the midfield. And like, I don't think I want that. I don't think I want that. But we're going to finish it up. We're going to go to Chelsea now. Um, like, can we all take a moment and just laugh at Chelsea? They triggered Enzo Fernandez's 120 million euro release clause. Good job, assholes. Good job. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Is N'Golo Conte hurt for the rest of the year? Or did I, like, not hear something? Like I, I don't know how long he's hurt for. I, I did... I laughed at a report that Liverpool were going to try and get Conte and are just like, the guy hasn't played all season. Like, yeah, that would be a feel good signing. Maybe to think like, Hey, here we go. We got our midfield, but like that's, that wouldn't be a good deal. (laughs) I just don't, I just don't get the concept. Chelsea now have like 30 players on their roster who are starters, starter caliber. They will start for your team. The problem is, JD, I don't know if you know this rule in soccer, you can only start 11 players. So what do the other 29 players have to do? They go out on loan, the Chelsea way. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I am so fucking sick and tired of Chelsea. One, 
utterly embarrassed that financial fair play has not stepped in and done anything. Like, even a warning, like an email, a quick email, a quick IM to Todd Bowley. Like, hey, cool it. Like, let's just maybe not sign another $100 million player in this window. Number two, shame on every single player just flocking to Chelsea for a paycheck, knowing that they will not get minutes the second everyone is healthy, and they will just get Matt Miazgood, which is they're going to get loaned six times until their contract expires and then bounce over to the MLS. Okay, Matt like, Miazgood also wasn't that good. <laughs> Let's be honest. That, which is, uh, but this is the problem I have. If Matt Miazga stayed with the Red Bull, I think that might have actually been better for his career because he would have been getting consistent minutes. While he went to Chelsea and got loaned out a thousand times and ended up ruining his career. Look which at Zach now, Steffen. Again, I... Didn't I, even go to the World Cup. Uh, like I said, I don't understand why all these players are so hell-bent to all go to Chelsea. Like, you, you know your team's in 10th. And I'll tell you right now, they play, you know, they, they start the week against Fulham, and we're going to get to that in a few minutes. They start the week against Fulham. JD, I don't hate Fulham in that game. Because who the fuck start? You, 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 you're bringing in all these $100 million, $80 million, $40 million players. I still can't pick a starting lineup. I look at all of these random fucking pieces. I cannot figure out, oh yeah, you start. Nah, you go on the bench. I don't know who the fuck he plays. And I think Graham Potter has definitely shown he's a little bit overrated compared to what people thought he was. I I dude, I don't I don't see this being put together. Dude, yeah. I don't think I don't think the best managers in world football could get Chelsea right right now. Yeah, uh I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think this is a classic case of let's just fucking see over the next couple weeks what kind of team Chelsea is. I mean, you think obviously Enzo has to start. You you you, you pay 120 mil for him. He, he has to start. He has to. And other than that, yeah, I I don't know. Do, do you do you bet on the 12 million? You know, the 12 million dollar striker that you buy or that that Chelsea bought. I can't even think of his name. But I know it wasn't like that one wasn't expensive. Do you bet on him? Or once Felix is back, you just put all your, you know, all your marbles in Felix, or do you go back to Kai Averts, which has, you know, worked at times. I don't know. It's 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 not even like a it's not even like a good kind of decision. Like it's weird. Usually if you have all these options, you're like, oh, you know, it's a good problem to have. I don't think that's the case here. This is just dumb. <laughs> like Yeah, I I wouldn't bet on Chelsea. That's all I'm going to say. Final news um, coming out of Chelsea, but not leaving Chelsea, is uh, Hakim Ziyech. Apparently, it looked like all set. Here we go. Things were good. He was going to go on loan to PSG for the he remainder. He was in Paris. Yeah, like, he, he was, like, it was going to go. And I still don't know the exact reason, but the deal collapsed. And he will now be coming back to, he will... Three times Chelsea submitted the wrong form. In the same day, on deadline day, Chelsea submitted the wrong form for his loan three separate times. If I'm Hopkins, the guy just never show up to Chelsea. Well, no, it's Blake. At that point, it's Blake. Yeah. I, they, they stopped it from happening. If I'm Hakeem Ziyech, I file charges against 
Chelsea, and I I don't go back. Like, if you're Hakeem Ziyech, you never show up to a Chelsea thing ever the fuck again. Yeah, you but take... if you do that, if you do that, then Chelsea would have legal recourse to terminate the contract with no compensation. Fantastic, terminate the contract. There are I, I know personally. 13 teams in the Premier League alone. I know, would... I know, but here's the thing. He's not going to get that money after that. He's not okay. going to get a good contract after that because teams are going to say, oh, well, he did it at Chelsea. I, and, and and who am I to argue from $5 million to $10 million? My apologies. But I'm still sitting here going, Hakim Ziyech feels like a guy who just wants to fucking play. Like, you saw him in the World Cup. You saw how electric he was. Like, it seems like he's just the type of guy who just wants to play. He just wants to play. And I'm not saying he would have gotten into that PSG side, but I'm telling you right now, he wouldn't have to go through eight people in front of him like he does now at Chelsea. It's fucking terrible. No, I just, think... just Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar. <laughs> yeah, but they all don't play right wing. I... Like... No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, he doesn't have to go through eight people, but he has to go through the likes of those three people. Yeah, but I, I again, I just think to myself, like, I feel like he could get into that PSG team strictly for the depth more than the talent, if that makes any sense. But I'm very, very much confused as to why Chelsea would not allow this to happen. Now, yes, Chelsea will say no, we didn't do that, but submitting the wrong paperwork three times. That is, like JD said, that's blatant. That's blatant. That's, you are trying to prevent this guy from doing something better with his career. Also, Chelsea, fucking idiots, you do realize now that you have to eat his salary for the rest of the year. Like, you realize how- I don't think Bowie knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, dude, he thinks this is the NFL so bad, and it's fucking not. And this is where I think there should be, like, and again, this is going to sound super fucking harsh. Americans should not be allowed to buy European soccer teams. Done. There is zero success stories of this working out. Uh, I mean, FSG has kind of been a success story over the long term. You have won how many titles in their... Well, the first seven years was was them rebuilding. And then now, I mean, obviously not this season, but up until the beginning of this season, it's pretty much been a success. And look, now they're trying to sell because the the first sign of trouble. I'm just saying, like, I'm very much like... And now look at Arsenal, American owners. And look at United, American owners. Oh, But there should be this thing where, like... Don't buy these fucking clubs if you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Are you trying like, to restrict a free market economy, Matt? That sounds a lot like communism. It's not your cookie, JD. It's our cookie. It's, our, it's ours. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just tired of Americans because, again, I had to deal with this with the Glazers for such a long fucking time where they think, oh, I threw $200 million. I solved the problem. No, you didn't. You didn't solve the problem. Just because you threw $200 million at two players, like, you realize it takes a full team, a good manager, things like that, where, like, and I I hate that I'm bringing Wrexham into this. You know, you look at what Ryan Reynolds and company are doing right now, they bought a lower division team because they want to just fucking learn what the fuck to do. 
Like, they didn't want to just jump into fucking owning a fucking Division Two squad and fucking just drilling it straight into the fucking ground. Well, that is kind of what they did on a, on a lower scale. Like, you know their, their striker that they bought, Paul Mullen? He yeah. dropped down a league. He was, like, the best striker in League Two, and he dropped down to the National League because they paid him. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think that that's a bad comparison because they actually did do a shit time. Right. But I just, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a fan of what Todd Bully's doing. And it's like, I, again, I, I see the videos. I watch the highlights. I see everything that's going on. I still don't understand how they're not breaking financial fair play. I just don't well, they, they are. It just it. doesn't exist. On that note, we're moving on. All right, we have the English Premier League coming back this weekend. We appreciate all the fan votes that you guys have put in. Uh, thank you again for all those who did. If you didn't remember, anytime we record our episode the day before or the the day before games coming up, we will always put the polls up. And we are currently in a heated race because right now JD's at eighty-eight correct picks. The fans and myself are deadlocked at 96. It is skin tight, and I'm not counting JD out yet. We have too much soccer left to play. There is. This is, we're not even, I, I think we're now just entering the third quarter. JD's got a whole second half to play with, man. Okay, he's getting the ball first, too. Don't, JD, don't, let, me get, don't let me get on my LeBron grind. Yeah, okay. My man is going to fucking just run to the hole all game and complain about getting fouls. Y'all had me in the first half. Y'all had me in the first half. <laughs> JD, we started off Friday night. Day you're listening to this episode. Chelsea Football Club are home to form. What are you thinking? How are we feeling? What do you think is going to be the uh, result? Um. So we kind of touched on it. And I do agree with you. I think this is not... I, even be, being at Stamford Bridge, I think Fulham are going to bring the game to them. I think Fulham are going to have the better opportunities. Chelsea don't know what their team is. I mean, like I said, Enzo Fernandez has to start. It Well, dependent on if he gets the work permit and everything figured out. So maybe he doesn't start for that reason. But as soon as he's available for selection, he has to start. You don't, But you don't spend $120 million on a guy and not start it. So I, I think if, if everything gets pushed through, like the legal process and everything, Enzo starts, I don't know if that's good or bad. You know, sometimes it's good to throw a player in, but look at look at Cody Gakpo at Liverpool. He had to be thrown in because of injuries, and I, I he's looked okay, but it's nothing special. Thankfully, he didn't cost 120 mil. I don't I don't know how Enzo is going to be the first couple games for Chelsea. He's also in that kind of that role that it, you know, he's he's probably not going to score a lot of goals. No, so I I don't know. I we'll have to see, but I think Fulham get a point out of this. I'm going to go draw. Because Chelsea have the quality, but they don't they don't know what they're doing with it. And Fulham know what they're doing with it. They just, you know, lack the quality in the long run. I they have quality players, of course, but I I think this is gonna be a dead even draw. The fans are gonna be going with Chelsea, and I actually agree with JD. I think because we like Graham Potter has too many puzzle pieces and not enough time to put things together. Too many cooks in the kitchen. It's it's going to end up to some eggs on the floor, and I think Fulham have the quality in certain areas to cause a little bit of problems. So 
We will move on. Everton are up against Arsenal. The fans are going to kick it first this time. It was, I think, like 99% Arsenal and like one draw. Who, who was it? I, Name I, I'm them. not I'm not looking it up. Um, I'm agreeing 100%. Uh, I understand Sean Deitch is managing his first game and Everton are home. But Ooh, that new manager bounce. And with the worm, man. I... I Arsenal fans, let's get real here. If you drop any points yeah. to Sean Dyche, <laughs> like I do, I I don't think I. Even if you win the, t- you know what? Does he play? Does Sean Dyche come out with a back seven? Is no, the real it, question. It, does he ball, start a back seven? Everton are going to get the ball first. They're just going to punt it long to uh, Ramsdale and just all slide back, like. <laughs> They are going to zero. They he is going to try to zero zero this game to death. I think Everton I think will, it was a stipulation in his contract that Everton or the the home field has to be tilted, you know, to some degree, depending on which goal that they're defending. The actual pitch is tilted, so it, they have they're basically falling backwards. It's as much as, as as much as this game screams zero zero, Arsenal fans don't are don't get mad. Don't do not get mad at me. It's this not game, yeah. It's not an Arsenal problem. It's it's, this, an, it's the way Everton are going to approach this game. Like Everton are going to come into this game with their eleven tallest players. <laughs> no, no 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 quality over you know whatever. No nope. no no height just. <laughs> Height and like, build. Like, if Connor Cody is starting at striker, that shocks no one. Because Sean Deitch is going to put his 11 tallest guys out there. Oh my god, I just thought about this. Jordan Pickford might not play with this team because, like, Sean Deitch is only known tall goalkeepers. He's, yeah, and you think about Nick Pope, which is what he was most yeah. used to, and that's like the taller of tall yeah. goalkeepers. Yeah. Uh, a hot take right now. If you have Jordan Pickford on your fantasy team, bench him because there's no way he's starting. No, uh, no, Nobody has Jordan Pickford on their fucking fantasy team. <laughs> that's a good joke, but... Uh, that's a great I joke. Don't think it, I don't think... You didn't read the room. Arsenal are going to win this game, but... God, I would not be surprised if I tuned in and just saw 0-0 be the final and just be like, can't get this back. I can't get this back. JD, what are you thinking? So, my official answer is yes, of course Arsenal are going to win this game. It wouldn't shock me as much as it should if Everton won one nothing, Because you look at new manager bounce. Now, I know this is like, not usually the case like this is Everton right now that we're talking about I don't think I don't think Sean Dyche coming in is going to save them in any way but it is a thing the new manager bounce it's a thing the it, it affects the players it affects everything and it's Sean Dyche who made his living at Burnley on one nil just awful games just awful wins just you, you score in, in the seventh minute off a header from fucking James Tarkowski, and you sit the fuck back. I it would it, it would shock me, but not as much as it should if that's what happened. Again, my official answer is of course Arsenal are going to win this game. They absolutely should. So I'm going to pick Arsenal. But like, holy fuck, this is what Sean Dyche make, makes his living off of. So who knows? Next game, 
Brighton are going up against Bournemouth uh, really quickly. Brighton are going to take this. This is going to be a cakewalk. I don't I don't anticipate Bournemouth being in this game at all. JD? Yeah, there's only a couple of teams in this league that I would, you know, say Bournemouth has a chance against, and Brighton sure as fuck is not one of them. So, Brighton are going to win. The fans agree. Next one, Manchester United are home to Crystal Palace. The last time those, these two teams met... Um, Olise scored a game-tying free kick in uh, extra time. I don't see that being the case. I think Man United are going to take this comfortably. I, I easily could see two, if not three, goals being the difference in the scoreline. Uh, I'm going to go Man United. I'm going to go Man United big. JD? Yeah, I agree. I, I think this this won't be a, a, a walk in the park by any means. I think Palace are a good team. But yeah, you're right. Manchester United at Old Trafford this season, the way they're playing, yeah, they, they should be beating Crystal Palace. So I'm going to go Palace. I think Palace have a goal in them, but I think United probably yeah. has three or four. Yeah, so. I, I I think my score prediction was 4-1. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, and I would say I would say probably 3-1. So yeah. pretty much the same. The fans as well are going to be going with United. Uh, Wolves are home to Liverpool. JD, what is the mood going into this game? Um, well, uh, when I see you on Saturday while this game is being played, and I'm probably, I, I, I would watch this if I can, so I might have it on my phone or something, but, like, I might not get to see the entire game, and honestly, like, if there was a game to miss, like, I don't like missing, I watch every Liverpool game, if, I, if I'm physically able to, I, I do, if there was a game to miss, I don't mind this, because this game's gonna suck, this game's gonna absolutely fucking suck, like, I, I, I don't, Oh, honestly, I think I think Wolves are probably gonna win. I uh, I was gonna go draw, but at the same time, like Liverpool are just awful. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's no getting past it. I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Wolves win this game. At wow. Home. Well, the fans are gonna be going with Liverpool. I yeah, of course going, they are. I'm going with a draw. I okay. Yeah. I well, I, I was gonna go with a draw, but like I I don't know after yeah. the after the Brighton loss. Like thankfully that wasn't in the league, but like ugh. Aston Villa are hosting Leicester City Football Club. The fans are going to go first. They are going to be going with Aston Villa. I, as well, will be agreeing. Aston Villa being the home team, that's literally the deciding factor. I think Aston Villa being the home team is going to give them the push to grab all three points. JD, what are you thinking? Yeah, these two teams are really having a mid-off. You know, they're, they're facing up, and they're just both not good. Um I think Villa are just a little bit less not good. So I am going to go Villa. Very good. Next game, Brentford Football Club is going up against Southampton. I'll kick it off first. I'm going to be going Brentford. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, I think Brentford, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's been forever since we've had a Premier League game. I don't think they did well in their last Premier League game. And I think they bounce back, and I think they bounce back well. So I think Brentford, Brentford take this against a struggling Southampton side. So, J.D., what are you thinking? Well, Brentford's last game was a nil-nil draw against Leeds, which honestly, in that circumstance, they probably should have won. Yeah, um, that, there you so go. So yeah, yeah, I'm ju I'm justified by my statement. Yeah, yeah, it was away at Leeds, so I I'd say Brentford at home against Southampton right now. Yeah, Brentford should be winning this game, and the fans agree as well. Next game, Newcastle United is hosting West Ham United. JD, what are we thinking? Um. Yeah, I, I I guess I'm thinking way too hard about this as I see it. I, I'm thinking like, oh, you know, West Ham, you never know. 
But like, no, no, they're they're dog shit this season. Newcastle at home, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm already thinking way too hard about this. Newcastle yeah. are gonna win. Yeah, the fans are going to be going with Newcastle. I as well am going to be going with Newcastle. Don't overthink it with West Ham. It's unfortunate, but with, it's ex- exactly it. Y- your head is stuck when West Ham was in like sixth to eighth place for a good chunk of time, and it's just they're they're, they're they not. have good players. That's the thing. Like I I just I don't dude, know I don't know what's wrong with them dude, because they if, should be a lot better than they are. If West Ham get relegated with Declan Rice and Lucas Paqueta in their starting eleven, I Jared Bowen who scored I, most of the goals. I, I I don't know what to think, but we're on to Sunday. Only two games on Sunday. Nottingham Forest are hosting Leeds United. The fans are going to be going with Leeds United. I'm going to be going with a draw. Uh, big acquisition. Uh, we couple big I, acquisitions. Yeah, well, yeah, I was about to say, we didn't really talk about this, and we now can. Um, I was going to bring it up now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaylor Navas to Nottingham Forest is a big, like, wow, what That's the huge. way? Where the fuck did this come from move? And then as well as Weston McKenney going to Leeds United is also, like, pretty crazy. But the biggest transfer of them all, probably one that probably keeps Nottingham Forest in the conversation for greatest Premier League side. Jean-Joe Shelby is on his way from Newcastle United to Nottingham Forest, which makes Nottingham Forest the deadliest team in the Premier League because you have from the outside dark the box, yeah, 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 like all shots outside the box all the time. So yep. also Andre Ayew. Oh yeah, Swansea. like I, was he at Swansea? I know, I know he was at Swansea. I don't know if that's where he came from, but yeah, he he's back in the Premier League apparently. I, I, dude, that's got to be almost thirty players for us. It is almost thirty. I think I think it's just under thirty because they had twenty two over the summer, and then they've signed like four in January. I think three of them on the, on deadline day. But this is absolutely fucking just. They accident. just did. They just didn't spend seven hundred yeah. million. Yeah. The fans are going to be going with Leeds. I'm going to be going with a draw. JD, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with Leeds. Um, I liked, I, honestly, a nail to draw at home to Brentford is probably a good result. And you're just, you're now introducing West McKenney, who I think that's going to be a very formidable midfield partnership. On one hand, it's and it's not the American thing. It's just that Tyler Adams and West McKenney know each other really well. They know their play style really well. I think West McKenney will slot into that midfield very comfortably so i'm gonna go for a leeds win here i I think nottingham forest uh, what has hurt them the most is the same thing that's gonna hurt chelsea just on a much much lower scale they they don't know what you know how to use all these brand new players i i don't know it's just so I'm, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go leeds away win here final game of the weekend it's probably the game of the week i guess but uh, it's not gonna be you know it, it, it's this Tot- game's gonna suck tottenham is going to be hosting manchester city uh i'll kick it off first i'm gonna be going man city i i think just duh um man city please win please win because i i need room between me and tottenham for that top four spot and if man united wins and tottenham loses i get that like six point gap with a game in hand like come on man city help me out here don't be that guy like just don't be that guy like yeah no i agree city are gonna win this game god forbid tottenham scores first i'm hammering money line city oh um apparently antonio conte is not gonna be on the touchline apparently he's like super sick 
like something like surgery related. I don't remember oh. the full story, but yeah, he's. I don't believe he's going to be on the touchline. So I wonder how that will affect Spurs. So we are going to have to see. But that is all the picks. Thank you so much. We have a few fan questions to finish off the episode. If you want us to answer a fan question on the podcast, just shoot it to us on a DM or wait until we post it on our story. We are happy to answer any question you submit. First question is coming from Justin, and you know Justin's going to ask us a Brendan Rodgers question. Who can eat more worms, Sean Deitch or Brendan Rodgers? This is the easiest question you've ever asked us, Justin. Sean Deitch is the king of eating worms. That's just it. That's what he does. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and sometimes as a midnight snack, it's worms, baby. Yeah, I think that's like, that's that's a bad comparison because of course it's Sean Deitch. But like anybody else compared to Brendan Rodgers, then there's a conversation. And also, Justin, by the way, I don't know, you're, is Justin oh, he, on board? No, 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 he knows, he knows, don't worry, don't worry. We're oh, he plot- knows? Yeah, we're, we're, plot- we're, pl- we're plotting your demise, don't you worry. Inside I did joke. it, I hope, the, I hope the scarf I get is cool. I think I get, I think I get a scarf. Yeah, and it comes with a form you have to put your credit card on to submit your season ticket formation. So, yeah, like, just. I mean, look, look, look. I would love to get season tickets. I just, no, I, it's no, yeah, J- Justin, we got him. Justin, we got him. It's over. Don't worry. We got the hard part done. The easy part is going to be that we are going to just take that credit card information. We're going to swipe <laughs> it, and JD's going to get an update on his phone. The twenty tickets to your MLS season have hit your account. For, for everyone wondering, no, I did not get season tickets to the to the Philadelphia Union. I he became got a season- member of. He got season tickets to the New York Red Bull. Welcome oh, to yeah. the club, JD. Mediocrity <laughs> and pain is just no, I, one I would not subject away. myself to that. Uh, I'm sorry. No, but I, I officially joined the supporters group for the Philadelphia Union, Sons of Ben. Paid my $35 membership fee. Um, I don't know why I didn't do that in years prior. I've been following this team literally since... I think I started watching the Union in like 2011 or 2012 it wasn't the first season but it might have been it was the second or third season so I've, I've been following this team a very long time and i've now i i literally go to like six or seven games a year without being a season ticket holder so i i don't know why i and i go to away games half the time so i, I don't know why i wasn't a member but now i am officially a supporters club member um so yeah i'm happy and i get a scarf finally Justin, we got him. We got him. <laughs> Justin, we got him. It's over. It's done. It's in the bag. Um, question actually is coming now from Michael. And this is actually a really good question. Are you surprised Pulisic is still at Chelsea? Hey, Mike. Hand, or Michael, hand up. Totally forgot about Christian Pulisic. Totally forgot about him. Well, he's injured. He was, he was starting to play, too. <laughs> okay. We all need... One, yeah, I guess I'm surprised. But if JD's right and he is injured... He can't move. I don't think you can move when you're hurt. Um, well, you can, but yeah, you'd have tends to force to not happen. Yeah, you tend to fail the medical when you're already failing the medical. Um, <laughs> whether the world wants it wants to admit it or not, Anthony Martial and Christian Pulisic are the same person. Guys who have infinite potential, like literally, like could have been the greatest in their position of all time. But just bad form, bad injuries, wrong time. But that's one it. has won the Champions League. Yes, that is true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. One has one, in fact, yeah, one. or does in fact own a Champions League medal. That's that's 
So it's sit got, on that one. It's got to be one of the craziest stories that, like, just that Chelsea team won the title. Like, yeah, that was a weird one. Thankfully, I, it was over City. Yeah. God, was, God forbid City won that game. Like, so, th- so thankfully, thankfully. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Chelsea won that, honestly. Thanks, Thomas Juch. But yeah, JD, quick to bounce it to you. Are you still surprised Pulisic is at Chelsea? Uh, No, not really. Um, injuries come into it. I think... I think it comes down to, which is, which is weird now. I, I think because he was injured this window, that's why he didn't move. But like in past, you know, ownership, it was kind of the thought that, well, we dropped 60 plus million on him. We don't want to take that loss when he is good for us occasionally. I, I don't know. I think maybe it's different now when he's healthy in the summer, but I'm not that shocked. I'm not that shocked. Like he was a very expensive player that is a good player but the consistency is down to his own form and when he actually plays so i i I don't know i don't know i I think offers for him would have been very much low balls in chelsea's mind and that's why he hasn't moved in past transfer windows not wrong jc jc asks what is the who is the most underrated outside back of the 2000s what I'm guessing. I guess it by. I guess it by outside back. You mean like left back, full, right back, yeah, like full backs and stuff like that. Um, ooh, this Underrated. is a, this is this is a good question. Um, Leighton. Well, Leighton Baines was rated highly. He just played on a shit team. Uh, I I might go with Leighton Baines because on the grand scheme of it, is he saying the 2000s like 2000 to 2010 probably, or 2000 pro- probably, to now? Probably. Probably. Um, uh, I mean, oh, fucking hell. John Arnorisa. But he was also really highly rated, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Leighton See, and the thing I, is that that's a that's a weird question for me because like I wasn't Leighton watching the good. I wasn't watching the league in two thousand three. Well, I, I Sorry, think, I, I was, I, I, I was I think, nine. I, I think you can honestly choose anyone to your heart's desire. Um Yeah, Leighton Baines is a really good one like he, he he is like just those years at everton he just he was fucking good and consistent the whole fucking time yeah um and for england but uh my god i dude i, I i'm looking at the player like i'm physically like i have i'm staring at him and i'm well, just don't, don't not, say ashley cole <laughs> and no but i'm i'm like i'm like i i'm seeing the player's face and Who i did just you play for and See, this is a loaded question because Micah, we weren't watching Mike, the league in 2005. Micah Richards wasn't terrible. Micah Richards, one, was a center back, and two, no, he was terrible. Are you kidding me? The then fact that they gave him a TV deal is hilarious. Who is the right back? Pablo Zabaleta? Is that who, who you're thinking who of? All, who also wasn't terrible, but I, no. Pablo Zabaleta was, yeah, actually, I would, I would consider him an underrated player because he was very good for City when they were starting their dominance but he wasn't anything special like I'm but not, he was great he was great in the role like i'm not trying to say united players because i could easily cop out and say united player but brandon williams <laughs> my god he was uh like, cameron borthwick wait no it uh borthwick jackson yeah still too young name? still too young they were sperm <laughs> They were sperm in the early. <laughs> no, I know. 2000s. I'm just, I'm just naming the failed <laughs> academy players from oh. United. That's a good question. I, I think JD's got it. I think Leighton Baines is probably like 
Off the top of my head, that's a that's a question I would need to do some research on. I'm yeah, yeah, because if you think about it, it's like we weren't really watching the league in the early two thousands because yeah. we were ten. Like, <laughs> uh, final two questions are going to be coming from do 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 do. It closed out. Andy, Andy, thank you again for the uh, these back two questions. Uh, thoughts on the Apple MLS content so far uh, as it starts to roll out. Uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, honestly, it's like it, it's 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 exactly what I didn't expect Apple to do. I expect Apple to drop the bag hard, and just because like, you got featured on it, no, oh my God. no, 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 not even that, not even that. But yes, if you feel like seeing me, I am on the ritual video for the Red Bull. If you ever feel like just swinging through and watching that, um. I'm very much like the stadium, the drones for the stadiums, going through each team, each team's storyline. Like, honestly, it came out yesterday, and I shit you not, I just, I went through half of the MLS's content yesterday because, like, I learned shit. I learned shit about teams I didn't know, and I was, I thought going into this, like, oh, no, I know the MLS. I know these things. But, like, going through some of these teams and their histories and their things, and it's like, oh shit, this is really fucking cool, and it's kind of something I don't think I ever would have came across if it wasn't for something like this. Like, ESPN never fucking did any of this shit. Like, ESPN, I, I liked that you could stream a lot of games on ESPN, but I'm, I'll get finish your point, and then I'll get to my point. No, I, I mean, I think it's amazing. no, no, I, I think that's really it. I think the fact that and apparently this content's going to continue rolling out. They're going to continue doing these things. Like, not just because the season start doesn't mean they're going to do different stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think I spent, like, three hours just going through the Red Bull stuff yesterday, the player highlights of past players and stuff like that. It was really cool to kind of go down memory lane. It's a place I didn't think I'd end up, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, you talk about your buddies about the good old times of BWP or Lloyd Sam or things like that. But you really don't, like, you don't expect someone to make a full documentary about it. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is really fucking cool. So Was there was there some Kaku stuff in there? No, uh, I don't. <laughs> or was he just wiped from every, <laughs> every hard drive? Just erased. Just <laughs> blurred out. Like, why is this random photo yeah, blur- blurred out? Yeah, blurred out. There's a big sensor bar. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's where you'll find Kaku. But go ahead, J.D. So my point, and it's funny because I haven't gotten the package yet. I haven't bought it yet. I'm going to shortly. Um, I I was I was thinking, oh, I won't get it till you know right when the league starts, just you know based off of just whatever. But now that I'm seeing, like I'm I'm here. I haven't watched the the ritual thing or whatever. Like I haven't watched it yet because I haven't gotten it. And now I kind of want to because it seems awesome. So I'm I'm probably gonna get that in the next week. Um, the one thing that I I, I just it astounds me that they didn't do this on ESPN. No fucking blackouts. No region blackouts for games. I, I couldn't understand. I just could not get it why ESPN did. I had to illegally... Well, actually, no. It's not even like I illegally streamed them. Philadelphia no. Union's website would just stream the fucking game. Because they. Yep. I'm assuming they felt the same way. It was bullshit. It was bullshit that Union were playing LAFC in LA... And I couldn't watch it on ESPN because I live in Pennsylvania. Not even in the Philly area, but I'm somehow region blocked. But I can't get that. I can't get that local broadcast in my cable. Like, it was just it was bullshit. 
And I, I just love that Apple is like, pay $100 and you get every fucking game. Not just yeah. your own team, every single game in the league. No, it's... it's. If you think about, like, if that sounds like a lot of money, it's fucking not. It's really not. If you look at the equivalent to the NFL packages for 16, well, now 17 games, it's laughable. Yeah. <laughs> fucking laughable. It's like $500 for NFL Sunday ticket or something. Or I don't know, actually, the price. But I know it's more than $100. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. And and with the streaming, you can do it on your phone. And you can have, what, up to five or six people on the account? So the key Insane. thing... Insane. Insanity. So, so, so looking at the terms and conditions, this is something that's very, very important for Apple Absolute TV. Absolute insanity. No, no, this is what's important. No, this is, this is important. If you are getting the MLS package... Please listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. I looked at the terms and conditions to a T. Make sure if you have people in your house who want the access to this, you have to put it on family shared and have put it under a family shared Apple account. If you don't and you lock it into one user, that's the user. Yes, okay. you can. Yes, you, know, yes, yeah. yes, you can put it on other things. But you're putting your Apple ID on those things. Like, if Christina wanted to watch something, she can't. Because I put it just to my phone. And the TVs, of course. But, like, Christina couldn't sit here and watch something Apple TV MLS related on her phone. Because we have different Apple IDs. And we're not shared under a family, like, umbrella. If that makes any sense. That's the key thing. That's... That's like the thing in the terms and conditions that went, ooh, I feel like Apple should kind of tell people this before everyone quickly loads it onto their account and there's no way to go back. I mean, at so, least the option's there. Yeah, but you got to find it yourself. Final question from Andy. Which team, if any, will drop out of, a let's just say, a European spot in the English Premier League this season and who Tottenham. would, and who would end up replacing them? So let's give an, a live update to the board really, really quickly. We are going to bring up the table. The answer is Tottenham and Brighton. So, well, Brighton are currently in sixth. And doesn't it go to seven? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're so right. So currently the top teams in order, Arsenal, City, Newcastle, United, Tottenham, Brighton, and Fulham are currently on the teams that are sitting in a European spot. Brentford, Liverpool, Chelsea are right there within a one-game swing. I think I, Tottenham have a bad run of form. They're out, and I think, I think I don't think Fulham can do it the whole season. They'll have a good season to look back on. I I find it hard to think that over the course of the rest of the season, Liverpool and Chelsea don't get into the into sixth or seventh. Yeah, that will that will be tough. That will be tough to even do to not have that happen. I just I, I feel like Chelsea and Liverpool are going to be six and seven. Yeah, I hate to like JD's not wrong. I'm just going to choose two different teams. I think just it's the bottom two teams. I think Brighton and Fulham just don't have what it takes to go the whole season. Like the thing that Spurs have that teams like Brighton don't our depth and depth is going to get you those shit wins against the bad teams. Yeah, but their their depth isn't good. <laughs> it's still it's still a little bit more. I feel like Brighton are kind of hollow outside of their starting 11, but uh, and yeah, I I think 
Liverpool and Chelsea just naturally will find winning form. They just will. And yes, it won't. I don't know if it'll be consistent. I don't know if it'll be right away. But they're going to find some run of form. They're going to catch points. They're going to get results. It's just going to happen. What order it happens, I have no idea. Chelsea could finish above Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool could finish above Chelsea. Fuck it. Like, Liverpool and Chelsea could finish above Tottenham. Like, Tottenham could be in that Europa Conference League spot. It, it, it could happen. I, I don't know. So, it's it's interesting to see. You kind of don't know. But, yeah, I guess if I had to, it'd be Brighton and Fulham would be out. And Liverpool and Chelsea would be in. Strictly because it's like, you just expect it. Yeah, you, you, you expect the big kids to just be up there. So that is guys going to be our episode today. We greatly appreciate every single last one of you. So very, very much. If you are not already, please give us a follow at the EPL boys on Instagram for all the updated news coming here from the EPL boys camp. And if you are not already, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. It goes a very, very long way to the growth of our show. My name is Matt for JD. Guys, I want you to be safe. I want you to be well. And we will see you guys next time. Peace out.